The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. From WebmasterRadio.fm, welcome to the Joel Com Show. Hanging out with the masters of marketing, the sultans of social, and the titans of traffic. New York Times best-selling author and serial entrepreneur, Joel Com will inspire, inform, and entertain you. Search, social, local, mobile, and everything Web 2.0. It's all here on the Joel Com Show. Please welcome your host, Joel Com. And welcome. Glad that you are here. Joel Combs still with a little bit of a <clears throat> sore throat thing going on here. You know, you'll remember last week I told you I came back from uh, my the cruise. And, and it, you know, there's two things that you bring back from a cruise. Well, three things. One are great memories of, of the experience. Two is an extra five to ten pounds from all the food you're eating. And three is a virus. Uh, from uh, one of the other people that are on the boat. It's just inevitable. But nevertheless, we push on. And uh, glad that you guys are here. Be sure to go out and tweet that uh, we are live right now. It's the Joel Com Show on Webmaster Radio. And my special guest today is a guy that I've been wanting to meet for, I don't know, e- eons. I think since the first time I heard of his name and that he was in the social media space, I thought sooner or later, uh, I want to meet up with this guy because he's very thoughtful. He's very insightful. He's really got a great grasp on the use of social media for business, and more than that, he is a, a, a deep thinker. In fact, uh, Brian Solis is recognized as a prominent thought leader in new media. The guy's a digital analyst, he's a sociologist, he's a futurist, and he, uh, he, he influences emerging media quite a bit. Uh, he's an expert in the convergence of marketing, communications, publishing. He's a principal at FutureWorks, which is a new media agency in uh, in the Valley. And he works with Fortune 500 companies, celebrities that uh, that you would know. Maybe we'll get some name drop in here. Some 2.0 startups. And he's got a book out now called Engage, the complete guide for brands and businesses to build, cultivate, and measure success in the new web. And he's on the road. Uh, doing a lot of speaking engagements, and I'm really grateful we've got him live from his hotel room today. Brian Solis, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, live from Minneapolis. Is that where you are? You're in the great city of Minneapolis. Don't forget to stop by the Mall of America. Ah, uh, okay. I'll I'll put that on my list right after this call. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the one thing I think that they have there, and I know I'm going to get uh, you know nasty emails now from residents saying we've got more here, but uh, the you uh, you've really come on to the forefront of this whole new media thing and, and social media because I see your name popping up at events and keynotes again and again and again. Are you uh, are, are you surprised by the success that's surrounding you? Um, I guess it's how you define success uh, because that's 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 a hard question to answer. I mean, the, the work there's more work ahead. There's a lot of work ahead actually. The um, I mean, new media is moving its way across the bell curve, and we're still on the far left side of this. And that's the one thing about new media is that it's always new. And right now we're just in that social chapter of things. And social is just blowing up in the sense that 
it's the first sort of media media where individuals can sort of take ownership of of the information that they uh, that they curate the the people that they connect with uh basically defining their own online experiences and their own online connections and this is this is transformative stuff i mean it's it's not just in the consumption of media it's in the production of media it's in how we're uh forming relationships with one another how we're communicating with one another this thing is changing more than we know and uh you know, rather than looking at, at at it as success, I see a, a long road ahead of a lot of work I got to do. Yeah, well, in, in let's face it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we call it work, uh, but you have to love what you do, uh, and I think that's important. That you know, people have to love what they do in order to do it so well. Otherwise, they're just trying to be copycats and me too's, and and they're not going to really be effective at it. Now, we mentioned social media. And uh, everybody's definition of what social media is seems to vary somewhat. And you take a very philosophical approach to, uh, to social media. So if you can, give us in a nutshell uh, you, your approach to social media, how you define it. Well, you know, uh, several years ago, I led this sort of coalition of, of experts to try to work on a, a definition of social media, and this is before there was a definition in, in Wikipedia, and then after there was an official definition in Wikipedia, which is horrendous. In fact, I probably think it's still horrendous. And the way we described it was sort of a derivative of Chris Shipley's originally thinking, which was um, any any communication channel that uses the web to facilitate interaction. Um, so if you if you think about that description, it is pretty broad. Uh, and this is why I take a philosophical and a sociological um, approach to social media. It's that it's so big, but really at the center of it all is you. And I say that there's a me in social media for a reason. This is the first media. This is the first uh, movement, this uh, cultural uh, as well as business, that's kind of coming at this from the outside in and from the bottom up, meaning that you know, we are the ones, you know, connecting on Facebook and on Twitter, and we are the ones learning what happens when you create these videos and upload them to sites where other people can find them. And it's that perspective, it's that experience that we bring to the table in all that we do. If you're, if you're in communications or marketing or advertising, you have this, this, new, this new vision, this new, this new perspective that you can bring to the mix that allows content and information and people to reach outside of these other of these other uh, media channels, and it's powerful. And so I have to start with the individual so that they can fully get their hands on this because somewhere along the way, you know, whether you work in traditional media, if you work in business, marketing, communication, service, what have you, we sort of lost this, this notion. We lost touch with the fact that before we're marketers, before we're executives, before we're communications or service professionals, we are human beings. And social is a very human experience. And if we're not able to connect with these individuals in the places where they are in charge of their experiences, then we're going to miss the mark. And instead, what we're trying to do at the moment is we're coming up with really amazing creative, really you know, very off-the-wall uh, entertaining videos that we hope go viral. Um, but really, in the end, we have to ask ourselves, what is it that we're trying to invest in these communities? How is it that we're trying to establish, say, our, our social capital within them, whether it's an individual or a brand? And how is it that we're going to sustain this idea of resonance? How are we going to allow the community to sort of, or, or work with the community to sort of accept us? And this is that long road ahead that I was talking about earlier. We're just starting to figure this stuff out. Well, and, and I like that approach to it because a lot of people, talk, when they talk social media, they're like, how do I use this right now to get what I want 
right now. And what I hear you saying is that social media is not really, I mean, it can be right now, but in its purest sense, it should not be a right now. It should be a long-term play that's not just working towards building our individual businesses, but building community. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's right now versus this concept of the right time and the right way. And these are investments that we're, we're actually having to make. And so hence these discussions about ROI that sort of prevent these, these investments from being made. So instead it's, you know, create that Twitter, uh, you know, account. Go set up that Facebook brand page. Let's get a YouTube account and start giving everyone flip cameras. You know, let's, let's just go get social. And while that gets us out there, you know, there's just so much more to this. I mean, you think about customer service as an industry, right? Customer service, depending, <laughs> depending on the company, of course, um, the better ones, will put their representatives through training. They'll put their representatives through, you know, how to, how to embody empathy so that you can feel the pain and challenges of, of, of our customers so that you can help them find resolve and then also instill loyalty in that interaction. Uh, and, you know, here's how to represent the brand in, in that interaction as well. And if you think about what we do with social, that conversation never comes up, right? You, you, there's marketers who have, are well acquainted with brand style guides, these big, thick books that talk about the Pantone colors and the fonts and the letting and the kerning and, you know, how the brand should be you know, portrayed and what can surround it. But we don't have a social media style guide. Like, what does the brand stand for? If it had a voice, what would it be? If it was a presence, if it had characteristics, if it was a person, who would it be? You know, how would it interact online? Uh, and, and to define those things is how we can sort of begin the idea of training, you know, representatives to to take that brand in these social networks so that it humanizes it. Instead, you know, whoever is on the front lines, if it's Bob or Judy or Mike, what have you, those are the personalities that are pe- that people are connecting with. And while that's not a bad thing, I always use the Disneyland example, which is you see the characters out there in Disneyland, Goofy and Pluto and Mickey Mouse, and to every kid that's at that place, and even for some adults like me, that is Mickey Mouse and that is Goofy, and you will never know the human being behind that until they're out of sight. And it is that sort of presentation that allows this brand to come alive and then sort of humanize by the last mile this mix between the personal representative and, and the brand that they're representing. And it's very deep. It's very extensive. And we'll get there, but we have to sort of get past this, this sandbox approach right now. And it's because that sandbox approach is very public. And, and we're all, I mean, right now, those of us who are involved in social media, we're defining the future of that. We're helping to write that style guide as we navigate our way through this. And Brian Solis, my guest today, author of the book Engage, and we'll be right back after this break. Stay tuned for more of the Joel Com Show right here on webmasterradio.fm. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips 
new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to the Joel Com Show, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back. I've got Brian Solis, uh, sociologist, digital analyst, futurist, author, and if you go to his website under his About Me uh, heading, he's got a photo of himself of this rather dapper-looking gentleman. And, and Explain uh, your personality a little bit, Brian, because you're definitely presenting yourself in a very unique and unusual way. Uh, <laughs> it was definitely unintentional, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the momentum it's gathered. Yeah, you're kind of uh, like a little like Dr. Evil meets Twitter or something. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, let's play a little game of free association here, Brian. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to say a word, and I want you to just tell me the one thing that comes to your mind, okay? All right. All right, here we go. Facebook. Uh, Zuckerberg. Uh, Twitter. Evan Williams. Engage. Yeah, that's where you say buy it. Uh, MySpace. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Chris Brogan. I'm just kidding. That wasn't the first word that came to my mind. Actually, the first word that came to mind was trying, but I thought I'd be controversial. Well, actually, it's kind of funny because uh, when I wrote down MySpace and knew I was going to say it to you, the first word that came to my mind was dead. So <laughs> I, maybe there is something in the wisdom of crowds after all. Okay, a couple more. Uh, LinkedIn. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. The first thing that popped up was the, the network that keeps on taking. All right. And uh, Chris Brogan. Trust agent. There you go. So, you know what, you're, uh, you're very um, uh, linear in your thinking. And when I, when I do this, to hear what people say, the association you have, because you, uh, you do consult with businesses, is the person that's associated with that business. So, you know, the first thing that comes to mind when I say Facebook is Zuckerberg. Uh, Zuckerberg's under a lot of fire. You know, I, I've talked to some people that know what's happening on the inside, and I'm not going to say too much, but do you think he's the right guy to lead that company forward? I think he's more than the right guy, and he, I don't think we give him enough credit. Um, 
it's interesting because if we sat and played this game and you said give me two or three words, you'd start to see how the plot of my brain starts to unravel, which could be a good or a bad thing. But it's definitely uh, it's definitely interesting, and here's why: Zuckerberg is um, his vision is something that I don't even think any one of us has tapped into. Much like Steve Jobs, in a way, these guys are thinking well beyond our our capacity to see distances. And I wrote this post recently that talked about the idea of how Facebook is sort of leading the way for this borderless online society where a lot of this has been underway since, you know, going back to message boards and then even CompuServe and AOL. But really what we're seeing is this transformation of how individuals are connecting to one another. And they're, they're cross-country. They're, they're topical. They're interest-based. Um, they're creating their own sort of cultures and their own rules. And He's, he's, I think he's thinking about Facebook in that regard. You know, while there's a lot of heat, you know, as to how he runs the company, he's gotten us to 500 million users. There's already talk about when that 1 billion mark is going to happen. And every new user that gets onto Facebook is sort of leading this new revolution for human dynamics, human interaction, human engagement. So almost creating this this massive global online society. There's a lot of talk like if Facebook were a country, for example, it'd be the third largest country, and it's only growing. But what's happening in that process is that we're sort of evolving uh, how we communicate. You know, there's that old number that Dunbar, that it's called Dunbar's number, um, and it said that you know the human brain had a capacity of managing 130 relationships, and you know the the, the ironic thing is that you know, on Facebook the average amount of connections is 130, and I think what's going to happen is he's going to lead us into this era through Facebook. Uh, you know, of course, it's our decision to follow along, but where that number starts to double every year, I believe this is my working theory anyway. Uh, and meaning that we'll start to transform into an online society based on relations instead of relationships. And I think he's looking at things that way. This, this debate of privacy, you know, is we're the last generation to know privacy as it was. Now it's going to have to be something that's taught. And basically what we're doing is we're starting to move from the, the shadows of, of, of life uh, to this main stage where we sort of define our own audience. We sort of define what it is that we present to this audience. And, and I think in the process, we're going to actually kill that old saying about uh, 15 minutes of fame. I think it'll be whatever you decide to uh, define for yourself. 500 million people. Uh, that, that just blows me away. And it's got to blow them away as well when they think about that. And, you know, I'm thinking they got 500 million people. I can't get past 5,000 friend connections. Why, Mark Zuckerberg? Can I not add more friends? Surely it's not a server issue. What, what are your thoughts? Well, he, he answered that. Um, when I hit 5,000, I had a, a conversation with the team over there, and they, they basically said, it's, you can't possibly have that many friends. And if I were to sit down with Mark and talk to him about, uh, you know, they would say your natural progression, and this is what happened to me, is that you're supposed to shift to a, a brand page. But if I were to sit down with those guys, and this is where I would start to really be able to answer your question about his leadership, he might actually have already thought about this. That cap might be there for a very explicit reason that we don't necessarily understand. But I would tell him this. I'm not sure if you realize this, Mark, but when you have a traditional network of friends in Facebook, that's a very linear relationship network, meaning that it's very peer-to-peer. When you move to a brand page, it's hierarchical. By nature, it's hierarchical. Uh, And so there's this 
there's standoffishness from people wanting to connect with you there because suddenly they're not sure if they're connecting with you, Joel, the human being, or if they're connecting with you, the Joel Com brand. And that's, that's important because you don't want to lose that peer-to-peer uh, network. I mean, that's the whole purpose of social networking. I mean, but then again, there might be something that we don't necessarily understand yet in terms of this vertical idea of relationships, but to be, uh, to be continued, I suppose. Well, you know, uh, when you get a chance, Brian, go look at my Facebook, my regular page uh, at just facebook.com forward slash joelcom, and I had to get creative with my graphic to uh, to really you know let people know my profile picture to let people know that hey I'm at a hard limit and here's where you need to go I would be thrilled if they just made it where a friend request came in and you could decide do you add them as a friend or do you like them to your connected fan page oh yeah it would be a lot easier uh, I actually personally when I get time try to respond to everyone to let them know that I've hit that five thousand limit I have no choice but here's where you can connect with me. Uh, well, you know, actually, there's a there's a problem with that though, and the problem I had is I responded to about ten people in my queue of five thousand that wanted in, and Facebook said, "Careful, you might be spamming." Um, so <laughs> I actually had my account suspended for a short time until uh, we got uh, Scoble involved and in, in, uh, thing you know some things up to get it reopened. But it's even dangerous responding to that many requests. Yeah, that's true. I've I've actually found the uh, the limit is the limit's pretty high. I mean, it's more than I can actually hit in a day. But it, I'll tell you this though: I'll, what's even more interesting than your Facebook page getting suspended for replying are the responses you get back. And I have had several responses that said, "I will not connect with you on a fan page. I don't do that. I was trying to connect with you as a friend." Ah, uh, interesting. Okay. You're here with Joel Com on the Webmaster Radio Joel Com Show. Brian Solis is my guest, and we're going to take a quick break. Come right back after this and talk about social media and mobile. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more of the Joel Com Show right here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Kaching: How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a Kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. 
AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Affiliate Marketing Insider, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, are on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to the Joel Com Show, exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. I'm here with Brian Solis, author of the book Engage. And Brian, as we talk about new media and social media, we can't neglect discussing mobile, uh, especially the rise of the iPhone and Android and the apps that uh, go along with that, Foursquare, Gowalla, etc. Uh, I'm going to assume that you carry an iPhone. Am I correct? assumption yes okay <laughs> and i'm also going to assume being a social media guy that you probably have foursquare gowala or both uh foursquare okay so you're a foursquare guy um what is evolving in that whole virtual virtual uh, property space and you know between foursquare which is dominating gowala which is really putting up a, a a good fight and several others that are going to come on the scene how does this all integrate with what we're seeing happening on the web versus uh, on the go with mobile well let's let's put a baton in between what we see on the web and what we see here with foursquare and gowala and that baton would be say something like uh what used to be tweety which is now twitter uh for the iphone and twitter for android uh, and then also Facebook Mobile. Uh, both of those act as a, a really amazing bridge between what you have online and what you have in the palm of your hand. And I don't know the, the most current number, but just to give you an idea of how big it is, uh, Facebook about, uh, about a year ago had reported a number of having, on average, every single day, 100 million of those users were, were tapping into Facebook from their mobile phone. And that is a massive number because you have, at the most, 2 million people registered to use Foursquare today. And that Facebook number is only growing, especially as that app gets a little bit more sophisticated. Same with Twitter. But what we have is, is an extension of social networking where you have this idea of uh, hyper-local networking where you take these online experiences and offline experiences and you bring them together, which is, which is actually wonderful. It's, it's this nirvana for local business and local services. Uh, if you are a local business or service owner that's open to adaptation, meaning that you, like every other brand in the world, is going to be subject to the opinions and experiences of real-world people. And those experiences are shared online and then also offline. But I think what propelled us as, as geeks originally to sort of jump onto these geo-local um, social networks was for the, the game theory that was involved, you know, becoming a mayor of your local establishment or, or you know, if it was Yelp to go where you could basically find uh, what other people's experiences were with these places. But what's, what's going to happen over time is that it's going to become sort of this form of social currency Local service providers are going to realize the value of rallying customers and consumers around their experience. And consumers are already starting to understand the power that they carry the, the, the more prominent their social networks become, that their words take meaning, their words can cause action. It's almost ha like having this massive mobile network of critics hopping around, and it's in your best interest to keep those folks happy. But again, it's, it's just extending this empowerment that's taking place 
um, in social. And the beauty of it is that now you can connect with individuals, like-minded individuals like you already are on social networks, uh, in these mobile networks, but also take it to the real world, meaning like if I see you're nearby, I might come by and say hello, saw you were in the neighborhood. Um, or if you went to a certain place and you loved it and you're the mayor, I might go there because it's obviously so good you've endorsed it or you've, you've offered this implied endorsement to it. Um, so that is part of the, uh, the, the, that's what I'm paying attention to. It's, it's of course, much bigger than that. Uh, we're already seeing the original game theory, for example, mayorships and points and badges, I think is already starting to wear a little bit thin. So they're going to be, there's going to be some pretty massive innovation on these fronts over the next year. Are you amazed, Brian, uh, when you see Asia and how far advanced they are uh, with mobile marketing, um, rich media, SMS, when you look at uh, our, our uh, continent over here and see so few businesses using direct uh, mobile as a direct marketing channel, does that amaze you? Well, you know, that, that, that's an impression I suppose one could take differently, and that is, you know, one could say that the market, mobile marketing taking place in, in Asia is a little bit more invasive than we're used to. Um, and it's, a, it's cultural, and that's, a, that's an important part of all of this, is that it's different wherever you go into the world. Uh, in fact, when I talk about social media, I, I have a whole different series of things that I discuss depending on the country, because it's not, it, it, it's not universal on how people sort of embrace or use social networks. Uh, and that's and that's really important. I would say that we all have something to learn as that individual becomes empowered with these devices and with these mobile networks that they're carrying sort of virtually everywhere they go. Well, you know, I, I guess the thing that strikes me is that so many businesses are struggling now, and there's still, I mean, there's businesses still resorting to the yellow pages and radio and TV and print, and uh, those methods still effective to some degree, but with so much technology at, at our fingertips and available uh, with some incredible ROI, what is it going to take to get the message out to businesses that, hey, here's how you turn things around in this economy? Hey, that's a good segue for my book. <laughs> in fact, Brian's book is called Engage, the complete guide for brands and businesses to build, cultivate, and measure success in the new web. And uh, I did not mean to do that, but good catch. And, and talk a little bit about it. <laughs> Look, so everybody would ask, why do we need another book on social media? Uh, there are some really great titles out there. There's great conferences. There's great blogs dedicated to it. Um, but this is a 400-page book that gets into the depths of how to answer that question that you just asked. Businesses are going to hear about this. They need to know specifically how they can address this, how they could build plans, how to find customers, how to engage customers, how to measure success, how to design campaigns that then start to increase success, how to improve service, how to improve sales, how to improve communications, all of these things, where to be, how to, you know, how to interact when you're there, how to, you know, how to build your communities. Uh, all of those questions are answered in this book. And so it's not an easy read, but it is the only book that really attacks it at that level. You will walk away after reading this being able to do In fact, but chapter by chapter, you will be able to answer all of these questions that you have and then even answer questions you didn't even think to ask. But, it's, it, again, it's just, it's, that's why I called it the complete guide. It's that, it's that book, and it's going to have a lifespan of many years because it focuses more on the, on the philosophy, the sociology, the marketing aspects, the service aspects, how to adapt all of these things to new media 
rather than the technology itself. And in fact, going back many years, I used to say this is more sociology and psychology than it is technology. Technology is going to continue to evolve, and so is human behavior. But if we can focus on those things, we can actually build a business that would, would have, basically, instead of competing for the now, we can comp- also compete for the future. Well, and, and uh, you know, when, as an author, you do a book, you don't take lightly um, the person that you ask to write the foreword for your book. In this case, the uh, foreword was written by Ashton Kutcher. Uh, why did you pick him? Although I suspect I, I kind of know the answer, but I'm curious to hear. And uh, what, uh, what do you feel like Ashton brings to the conversation? Well, Ashton is, is widely recognized for his disruption in, say, proper Hollywood media, um, how he approaches movies, how he approaches television shows, uh, what he does behind the scenes. But what many people don't necessarily realize is that he actually has uh, a company and a team dedicated to disrupting media on all kinds of fronts, uh, marketing, advertising, what have you. And it's a really wonderful team, and I've had the pleasure of working with them over time. And uh, when I thought about who could help me take this message to the broader audience, because I didn't want it to be stuck in just the social media echo chamber, I needed to start to get out to the executives. I needed to start getting out to the brand managers. You know, people are following him. He's got 5 million followers on Twitter. I felt that he was, you know, to take what I've seen in, in, in meetings with him to, to put it in, in print and take it to the rest of the world would be wonderful for, for hopefully the both of us. And, and it's a brilliant forward. There you go. And, uh, folks, my guest today, Brian Solis. And, uh, Brian, I'm assuming your blog is the best place for people to uh, to go to uh, learn more about you. Yeah, briansolis.com or on Twitter. It's at Brian Solis. And the last name spelled S-O-L-I-S. Brian's book, Engage, the complete guide for brands and businesses to build, cultivate, and measure success in the new web. If you're doing business online, this is a must-read. Run, don't walk to uh, your bookstore or to your web browser. Pick up a copy. Brian, thanks for taking time out here on your busy schedule to speak with us today. Really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll hope to catch up with you soon. And, folks, we will see you back here Wednesdays, noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. on the left coast, the Joel Com Show. And while you're out there, remember to do good stuff. See you next time.